it is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, <clears throat> welcome back to College Football Breakdown. This is Coach Graff. Happy to be with all, you, all of you tonight on this beautiful Monday. Um, yeah, so we had a pretty good weekend at college football. Uh, saw the first really kind of big time programs, first Power Five conferences, I believe. Um, you know, the, a lot of ranked teams. Oklahoma had a good outing. Clemson obviously had a good outing. Um, Texas really put a throttle down on their opponent. So there's some good college football all around. I just kind of go over some scores here uh, to kick the show off. I mentioned Oklahoma um, really outside of West uh, West Virginia had a good outing, but um, Texas and Oklahoma and West Virginia, there's those were really the only um, schools in the big 12 that probably walked away this week and feeling good. (laughs) Um, I mean, you know, Iowa state dropped their uh, opener to Louisiana last week. I was talking big on Brock Purdy. Um, did not go well for for the Cyclones and Matt Campbell, <clears throat> the head coach, the head coach up there in Ames. Um, you know they dropped their opener to the Louisiana Raging Cajuns, thirty-one to fourteen. Um, Purdy struggled, uh, failed to even reach one hundred fifty yards, uh, threw about fifty percent less than no touchdowns, had an interception. It's now it is one game in a very weird uh, off season or you know whatever however you want to. Uh, label it for college football, uh, not you know, not making excuses for the young man, but yeah, it's, that's that's he really underwhelmed. Uh, speaking of Purdy, um, but you know, the, they there's a, a whole season, hopefully, fingers crossed. Um, but you know, like I said last week, I kind of gave praise to Purdy and how how high I was on him, but he really kind of came out flat. Uh, we might do a film study on his game maybe in a week or two. Um, don't want it to be too fresh. You know, I don't want to seem like we're just hounding on these young kids and, uh, you know, being too critical of them, but that's something we may look at here down the road. Um, but yeah, and then Kansas state, they dropped their, their home opener to Arkansas state. They lost 35, 31, uh, with, uh, their new head coach. Um, and then, uh, KU surprise, surprise. They, uh, they lost, uh, to coastal Carolina for the second year in a row. Uh, and it really wasn't really even close. They, they made it interesting. Speaking of the Jayhawks, they made it interesting down the stretch a little bit. Uh, they made a little run. Um, but unfortunately, the, the Chanticleers uh, <clears throat> is, a, is a team that just apparently has had the Jayhawks number for, for a couple years now. Um, yes, yeah, so I, I have a feeling that the Jayhawks are going are gonna to win some. 
they, they did this last year. They, they dropped the game to Coastal Carolina in the very next week. They went into Boston College and really kind of handed Boston College a big-time loss. Which, you know, it's, um, So I know with KU and Les Miles, it's going to be a process. I knew that as, you know, when, when, when Coach Miles was hired, um, you know, a little over a year ago now. It wasn't going to be a, you know, one-year turnaround, two-year turnaround. It was going to be a process. KU is is not in good – they're not in a good spot as a college football program, um, and they haven't been for a while. Mark Mangino was really the last uh, bit of stability that KU had, and, you know, and that's, that's been a long time ago now. It's been over a decade that he's he's been gone. So, um Probably KU fans out there, and there's you know right now there's probably not a lot of them. Um, but, you know, I, I'm staying true. Uh, I'll, I'll always be a big KU fan. Um, it is what it is right now. It, it's, it's a process. Trust you know, to steal a former KU basketball player his you know catchphrase, if you will. You just trust the process. It's it's tough right now. I know it is, but they're doing it the right way. KU's recruiting out of high school. They're they're trying not to you know dive too much into the Juco pool, you know, those are not long-term fixes. When you go get a bunch of Juco players, you want to build your program. You want to get these young kids in. You want to go go out and get solid high school players. Um, and that's what KU's doing. They're trying, they're playing, they're playing young guys all around. They have playmakers on the field. They're just, it's, it's just not all put together right now, but eventually it will. I think, I think they're going to get there. They're, they're doing the right stuff in recruiting and, um, you know, even though their classes aren't going to be, you know, highly ranked yet, I think they're just doing it, – it's it's going to take a long time. I think any coach right now at KU needs at least five years, um, probably realistically seven, to really get get that to be a, a program where you can look at, look at them and say they, they, they might make noise in the Big 12, but it's going to be a while. It's going to be a while. Um, but outside of them, Texas Tech, um, they struggled against Houston Baptist. Um, only coming away with a two-point win, um, and then uh, yeah, yeah, Oklahoma, Texas, and West Virginia all had a very good weekend um, for the Big Twelve. And then outside of the Big Twelve, I don't know why I got kind of on a Big Twelve kick, probably just because that's you know obviously uh, where my roots are. But Clemson, number one team in the nation, came out proved why they are the number one team in the nation, holding Week Four scoreless in the first half. Um, Ended up winning 37-13. Little shout out here uh, to a local boy, DJ Uangalale, uh, St. John Bosco Prep, or Prep, uh, St. John Bosco product. Um, got his first look at big time Division One college action. He came in, in in relief of Trevor Lawrence after uh, Lawrence had his day uh, with three total touchdowns. Um, and actually, we are uh, Trevor is going to be one of our premier film breakdowns today. We're going to look at Trevor Lawrence. I just thought, you know, we, we did Sam Howe. We, we did um, Grant Wells from Marshall. And I really just kind of wanted to show a film breakdown of what it, it, it is supposed to look like. Trevor Lawrence is the number one quarterback in the nation two years in a row now. He's, he's you know, you might as well pencil him in for the number one overall draft pick unless somehow Justin Fields usurps that you know that that role i don't think it happens i think trevor lawrence has a pretty good stranglehold on that spot right now so i I just wanted to take a look at his film against wake forest um this opening weekend and just kind of really look at what a 
an elite quarterback in college looks like, what a number one overall pick looks like, uh, what he does right, what little things he may need to work on, you know, to to, to really excel at the next level. Um, and then, yeah, we're going to also take a look at uh, Oklahoma's new quarterback. They've, they've This will be their fourth year in a row with a new quarterback. They went from Baker Mayfield to Kyler Murray to Jalen Hurts last year, and now Spencer Radler. Um, the, the first three, I believe, were all transfers. None of them actually started out with the Sooners um, as freshmen. But Spencer Rattler is a redshirt freshman. He was the number one overall uh, quarterback recruit in uh, 2019. He played a little bit last year. Um, but, yeah, so we're going to take a look at Rattler. And, and, again, they weren't playing a world beater. They were, you know, they, were, they had an op- your traditional opening game against, a, a, a you know, a team that just didn't have the the arsenal that that Oklahoma does. They 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 blanked Missouri State, the the Bears out of Springfield. Uh, you know, a team that I'm a little bit familiar with, just being from Missouri. Um, yeah, 48 nothing win for Oklahoma. And then uh, we're also going to get into a little bit of tape. <clears throat> we're going to flip to the defensive side of the ball for the first time on the show. We're going to look at Marvin Wilson, uh, Florida State, under new coach Mike Norville. Failed uh, to get to get to get a win in his first uh, game as head coach for the Seminoles. Um, they they look good at times, you know. You could see the growth, um, but you know they, they got on the board quickly. Uh, Ten points in the first quarter, going into halftime up to nothing. Only um, was able to put up three additional points in the second half. And that opened the door for Georgia Tech to come back and steal a victory, if you will. Uh, Georgia Tech walked away, winner 16 to 13. So we're going to take a look at Marvin Wilson, um, defensive tackle for Florida State, and see what he can bring to the table. Another really highly touted prospect who's probably, I'm not going to say probably, he's going to be a first rounder. Um, I'll be very surprised if he's if he somehow slips out of that first round status. Um, He's, he's, you know, he's not an Aaron Donald, um, but he is, he is a very good run stuffer. There, there are a lot of things to like about his game, and we'll get into his tape um, after we take a look at the the two quarterbacks I mentioned before, Trevor Lawrence and uh, and then the young guy <clears throat> Spencer Rattler. So, uh, just to go over a little bit, uh, a few more scores. Um, I know I mentioned last week I was looking forward to the Duke. Uh, Notre Dame game just to see Notre Dame in the ACC and stuff like that. And, and uh, that was a pretty good game. It was fun to watch. Um, you know, Notre Dame came away as the victors 27 to 13, but Duke, Duke always usually tip, you know, they, they're not terrible. Like they always put it together a solid team. that's going to give teams um, solid looks and good competition. And that uh, they're, they're a very tightly run program at Duke. And I think Duke's football team is just overshadowed by their basketball team. And they just don't, um, get the respect and the, the notoriety that they may deserve sometimes. And, and, you know, they're not the best program in the world, but you know what? They're, uh, they're not terrible. I, I respect Duke's football program. They, they, they put together some, some teams and some squads and, and, uh, every now and then they, they put together a pretty good team. Um, yeah, so <clears throat> we're going to go ahead and get started here with uh, a little Trevor Lawrence, uh, film. And let's see what number 16, who eventually will will be the number one overall pick in 2021, <clears throat> see what he can do and see why 
he is the best quarterback in college football. Okay. <clears throat> Here we go. Little play action read. Just puts it right on the money. Uh, obviously a very clean pocket. Uh, no, no pressure in his face. So you got to give credit to the offensive line on that one. But he, he sees his target, delivers a strike, and that's uh, um, Amari Rogers making that NFL-like catch. Um, but good zip on the ball, uh, good lift under the ball. He puts it where it needs to be. Um, ideally, and you know, maybe a little overthrown. I don't know if you could really call this an overthrow, but I would like to see uh, see him hit Rogers a little bit more in stride. You know, and I'd also like to see Rodgers keep his feet on that because if Rodgers keeps his feet, uh, he's, he's got a lot of momentum behind him. And uh, I don't know if, if he has, you know, enough really. You know, yeah, I think he's got plenty of room there for Rodgers. Um, if, 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 if that ball's a little bit more on point, a little bit more in stride for Rodgers, that may have been a touchdown. That, that, you know, I don't know if he, if he has the speed to separate from the defender there. Um, he had a safety flying across. He may have had the angle on him. Um, but you could have gotten, you know, another 10, 15 yards out of that. But again, that's a great, that's a good play. Uh, that's a, that's a good way to start off your season for uh, Clemson on offense. All right, here we go. And this one, this, this is a subtle thing here. Uh, you see quarterbacks, you know, this play is very common in football. Your, your swing screen, if you will. <clears throat> but, uh, but the placement of the ball is what I want to point out here. Uh, it's just, it's, 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 he leads the receiver. A lot of times you will see, uh, quarterbacks just throw directly to a, to a stagnant receiver who catches the ball and then he has to go. But the way, the placement of the ball here, where you see it, it's right here, the placement of the ball, Rogers is already, now he, he, he gets getting his running motion. Now he's, he gets a little momentum behind him as he's catching the ball. And that's really easy for Rogers to make that subtle movement and make that first tackler miss. Uh, and I'm not saying, you know, Rogers probably makes the guy miss anyway. Rogers is just a good athlete, but Lawrence puts the ball where it needs to be on a very simple play. And it's, it's, that's what you want to see from a quarterback. Those are the little nuances that make Lawrence and, you know, uh, some of these other guys head and shoulders above everybody else. You know, it's not the numbers. It's not, um, it's not the, the the stats they put up or the you know any of this stuff, but it's it's these little things like this, a, a ball placement on a very routine play. Just it, it's great. That's what you want to see, and and, and Rodgers um, makes his second catch of the day already, uh, second first down, second big play from from Lawrence to Amari Rodgers. We may see that a lot um, from Clemson this year, probably will with uh, Justin Ross out. Um, at the moment, but anyway, so moving on. But yeah, those little things right there, man, that's what makes Trevor Lawrence so good and so fun to watch. <clears throat> All right, here we are. Now, last year, um, Trevor Lawrence, obviously he's he's known as a passer and, uh, um, you know, he has that <clears throat> pocket passer label. But man, he is, he is a sneaky good athlete. He's a good runner. I like the way he looks on his feet when he's in space. 
Um, he's got those long legs, those long strides that, you know, he doesn't look that fast. He doesn't bounce off the, the, the screen when you're watching his film as a runner. But, man, he is a good runner. And I think when he gets to the next level, I'd like to see him bulk up a little bit. Um, but he is a strong kid. You know, he, he's a tall kid. Um, so he's got he's got power to him just in his body type. Um, but I would like to see him get a little stronger, if, you know, before he – you know, I feel very comfortable with him taking a lot of chances as a runner in the league. Um, but, you know, but look at Kyler Murray. Yeah, this past weekend, Kyler Murray did a great job, you know, nearly rushing for 100 yards uh, as a quarterback for the Cardinals. <coughs> um, and, and he ran smart. You know, I, he didn't, speaking of Kyler Murray, he did not take a lot of hits. He was very, very good at, at sliding or getting out of bounds. Uh, and, and saving his body. And I think Trevor Lawrence is that type of quarterback too. He's not nearly the athlete. He doesn't have the speed as Kyler, uh, that Kyler Murray has. Um, but in situations, Trevor Lawrence can hurt you with his feet. Uh, and when he gets to the league, he'll, he'll, he's a smart quarterback like Kyler Murray is. And he'll know when to you know slide, when to protect himself. Um, and I don't think he's going to put himself in situations that he's going to you know jeopardize his health and the, and the future of the franchise he's, he's eventually going to be on. Um, but yeah, so this is, you know, last year he had nearly 600 yards rushing. Um, if I'm, I think that's right. Yeah, nearly 600 yards. And then he also had nine touchdowns on the ground. Um, so he's he's a good rusher. He, he's very good on his feet, um, underrated. Maybe not underrated. Underrated may not be the right term. I think he's just, it's the fact that he's so good as a passer and he's got, you know, his accuracy and uh, his ability to, to maneuver in the pocket that just overshadows his run game. Uh, but I would definitely consider, uh, <clears throat> consider Trevor Lawrence to be a very good dual threat quarterback. Um, and, you know, you, a lot of times you, when you, when you're labeled a dual threat quarterback, and I'm not saying um, Trevor Lawrence is going to be a, ever going to be a run first quarterback. I'm not saying that at all. But uh, when you get labeled a dual threat quarterback, a lot of times that stigma of, oh, well, he's gonna, he's a run first guy. Um, he's a runner who can throw. A lot of times I feel like when you when you know you see uh, the, the recruitment rankings or, you know, when guys are, you know, pundits are talking and breaking down prospects and they, you know, they slap with that he's a dual threat guy. A lot of times it's just that, oh, OK, so he's a runner who can, you know, potentially throw the ball and, 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 and stuff like that. But no, I, I think for for Trevor Lawrence and guys like Kyler Murray and and, uh, and Cam Newton and and, uh, and Justin Fields, it's, it's – and Justin Fields, I think Lawrence probably a better runner than Justin Fields. Justin Fields probably a more pure pocket passer than Trevor Lawrence is. Um, but, yeah, I think these guys, when you, when you put dual threat, I think it needs to be a little bit more – they're a true dual threat. They're going to hurt you in the passing game. They're going to hurt you in the running game. Uh, um, you know, and they're not really – it doesn't really matter which what they're doing, standing in the pocket and, and – and you know, dicing up surgically, or or doing what Trevor Lawrence is about to do here, and and being a, a very dangerous runner, I think you just th those guys are just so hard to stop. Um, and Spencer Rattler is going to be that way too. Uh, the older he gets, and the more experience he gets, and, and the tougher competition that that Oklahoma faces, you're going to see that more and more. But, um, but yeah, Trevor Lawrence here makes a really good play. He had two rushing touchdowns on the day to go along with one passing touchdown. Um, so totaling three. I'm not the best at math, but I can do that. Um, but anyway, here we go. We're, we're going to have a replay. Now, there's a lot of mess in here. There's a lot of mess. But, of course, we got a, 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 a dual wing set here with your five down linemen. 
Um, so you got, you know, seven in the box for, for uh, Clemson. So, you know, obviously you're going to see a lot more um, uh, trash in the box on defense. So just to account for those blockers. So you got uh, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. You have nine right here. Um, obviously they're playing the run, talking about the Demon Deacons here for Wake Forest. They are expecting the run, um, but, you know, it really doesn't matter. Um, just with the read and the ability of Trevor Lawrence. So uh, <clears throat> this is going to be a replay. Now, the, the linebacker here, right here, this is your read. This is your read. It is not um, this this blitzer here. This is a defensive back. Um, so defensive backs are never going to be, be your read guy, and you're also never going to see a read guy being blocked. Uh, you're going to see your, your right wing here for Clemson come off and, uh, and, and uh, right off the right off the get-go, engage with this blitzing defensive back here for Wake Forest. Uh, but so don't be confused here. Um, Trevor Lawrence is reading this linebacker who is you know about a yard and a half, two yards into the end zone here. Um, but let's take a look. Right when the ball's in his hands, he starts to look at, at his read. Right, right when the ball, he starts to look at his read. So he's reading. The guy, uh, and again, this is your blitzing defensive back I was talking about earlier. Your, your wing is going to come up and engage with him. That's You're not going to see that on a replay. If this is your read guy, he's unblocked. So he is not your read guy. Your read guy is here. And, you know, from the sideline view, you know, it's kind of hard, tough to tell maybe exactly who Lawrence is reading here, but he is 100% reading the linebacker. Um, everybody else is going to be locked up here. So right off the bat here, your, your linebacker is kind of uh, out of position for the quarterback keep. Um, so right now, Lawrence is probably thinking, I, I, I'm scoring. So uh, you got ETN here, who's one of the best court, uh, running backs in the college game today. But great read by Lawrence. Pulls it, walk-in touchdown. It's textbook. Um very, way too easy if you're the Wake Forest defense. You, you don't want to see a touchdown like that given up so easily. Um, you know, I don't, I don't care if you're playing the number one team in the nation. You know, step up a little bit, man. Don't, you know, you're out of position already. But Trevor Lawrence just makes a great read. He sees all that garbage inside there uh, with the defense. So he's probably, you know, not 100% predetermining, but he is. He, he has in his head, Lawrence is, is smart enough and good enough, even though you have this really big open gap here right, up, right over the guard, um, that's going to close up because you got linebackers flowing through, you got twists and, and, and stuff like that. Um, so, yeah, e even if ETN gets that, he might score, but it's just it's, it's not the right play. Uh, Lawrence here. That's that's a great read by Trevor Lawrence, and that's why he's so dangerous, and that's why he is a is a true dual threat quarterback, um, in my opinion. Let's jump ahead here. It's going to be another very similar play, just other side of the ball, uh, even closer now to the end zone. A um, little bit different look formation wise. You have just one one wing now, uh, H back split out, not split out, but um, sit up there to the left. Um, you got a tight end here to the right with your five linemen and then uh, uh, ETN and the offset pistol to the left of, of uh, Lawrence here. And again, a lot of garbage here, you know, with your five down linemen, your, your, your inline tight end and your wing, 
again, you have your seven. So it's a very, it's a similar formation as last time, but instead of your wing back, you have, you're just, you're lined up on the ball if you're tied in. And obviously your, your receiver here in the last formation is going to be on the line um, with your wing back off the line. But now we're just going to step up, have an inline tight end. Your receiver is going to be off the ball off your screen here. Um, but with seven off, or uh, five offensive linemen tied in in your wing, you're obviously going to have to count for that on defense. But so defense has, has your four down linemen here and then linebacker, linebacker, linebacker. Um, so there's your traditional seven man front and with uh, eight and nine. So again, nine in the box um, to go against seven blockers. So obviously playing the run. But again, when you put nine in the box, you do not anticipate or you, you, you don't want to see a, a touchdown come this simply. Um, so again, another read here. If we're reading this edge here, that's who we're reading. And here we go. Read, pull, walk in, touchdown. Way too easy. It's just way too easy for Wake Forest. And yeah, Clemson is good, but you have nine in the box against seven blockers plus your running back. So you got two guys that you know you have to think are going to be uh, coming free there. But it's just a, a good read by Lawrence. So right here, we're going to see. You know, I've, I've mentioned on the on the on the show before about reading the, the linebackers' shoulders, or the, not necessarily linebacker, but whoever the read guy is, reading their shoulders. You know, rather they're perpendicular or parallel to the line of scrimmage, and obviously just if they're if they're sitting, if they're flat-footed, or if they're you know coming down the line, beeline for the running back. Um, obviously, that's that's what the quarterback is going to be reading there. Anyway, so the your linebacker here, your read man, is a little perpendicular. He's not perfectly parallel, so it's a good it's a um, good good uh, signal that he is coming after the running back. Um, and when your shoulders are turned like that, for a quarterback to pull it and then get his momentum going outside of you, it's hard to get your momentum stopped and then go get him. And that's exactly what happens here. The, the linebacker sees that that Lawrence has the ball, but it's too late, man. You're beat. You're, you've already committed to stopping that running back, um, but Trevor Lawrence keeps it, and, and he's he's an easy touchdown again. Almost a, you know a very similar play, just flipped, and a little bit of a variation to to the formation. Um, but I, what what I want to point out here, and why, and it's again, this is one of those little nuances that make Trevor Lawrence so good. This is what makes Trevor Lawrence so good. <clears throat> now. He could easily pull this um, a lot sooner. You know, a lot of quarterbacks you see, you know, when they see, when they make the decision to pull it or give it, they do it right away. Lawrence knows he's pulling this right here. He knows he's pulling it. He knows he's pulling that ball uh, based on what he's seeing off the readman. But he rides it for another about half a yard, and then he goes. It's just those little little tweaks in his game and his decision-making, that's why he's so good. That's why he's an elite quarterback, and that's why he's going to be the number one overall pick. It's those little things. Um, a lot of times your quarterbacks will, will pull it too soon, will give it too soon. They don't carry out the, the – they don't ride, uh, ride the read um, and, and ride the mesh point long enough, and, and, and that's why you see – you know that's, that's the difference between a great read option quarterback or a read option offense. Versus a, a one that, that gets disrupted by the defense. It's, it's the quarterback not riding the fake long enough or not really even the fake. It's riding the mesh. Um, you know, just because you decide to pull it doesn't mean you have to pull it right then. 
ride the mesh, man. Get that defender to commit even more. And that's why those two, that's why those two uh, touchdowns are just so simple for Lawrence. Uh, walk in untouched touchdowns um, because he does a good job of riding the mesh. Uh, so let's go ahead and get back into to the film here. See what else Mr. Lawrence can bring to the table. Okay. Now here's one where, in all reality, uh, he's just a better athlete, and, and he makes a play. He probably didn't make the best read here. Probably not the best read for, for Trevor. Um, so, again, we're going to be reading <clears throat> number six here. And, and don't be confused. I know I said that read guys never get blocked. This isn't a block. This is just a little chip. So so we got your your tight receiver or, you know, you know if you want to call him a tight end, that's fine. Um, but he's getting into a route. He's just chipping. This isn't a block. He's not engaging. This is not a block. He's just giving a little chip to give a little time. Um, but he's, you know, chip in your route. Um, and then, so this read here right now, especially with the chip, you know, why not give it here? I know it's third down, um, you know, short, third and one. Give it to your running back. You know, I know, you know, it's, it's tough because you're reading this guy. Lawrence can't see what's going on over here, but you're pulling guard is going to take on this uh, this linebacker here, defensive back, whatever he is. Everybody else is locked up. You got a pretty good hole here. We're going to be locked up here as well. That's a good hole. That that running back is going to get that first down if you give it. But he pulls it. You got to bounce it. Right now, you are one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight yards from the first down. If this kid, if this read man takes a better angle, uh, and maybe, you know, maybe I'm sure he's a good athlete, but if he's a little bit better in space and, and Trevor Lawrence is just a better athlete, it's just, it's just simple as that. So he's able to just to outrun him here and go get the first, but man, that's a, that's a lot harder than it needed to be. Trevor, um, you know, give the ball to your running back here and, and right here, that's, he's going to go, he's going to put his shoulder down. If he has the ball, you're running back and he's going to go get your first down. He, you know, he stops and, doesn't really care how to fake that well. Um, but again, he gets a first down, so it's hard to make that, uh, you know, consider that a, a negative play. But I just don't think it's the, the best situation um, or the best decision for that situation. Right here, you know, um, it's to, just give it. Just give it. And now you, it's, it's hard. Now you got to, you know, uh, get wide here and bounce it and, and, and make a man miss and, and if there's another defender, another secondary player coming beeline, you could easily make that tackle, but there's just nobody there. Um, so Trevor just out athletics the guy and, and goes and gets the first down. But again, makes it a little harder than it needs to be. As good as he is, still doesn't do everything perfectly. You never you'll never see that. You'll never see a perfect film. And if you ever do, show me, because I would love to see that. Here we go, a little play action. Just a good throw. Just a very good throw by Lawrence. Um, easy, again, really good job by the offensive line to keep that pocket clear. Um, I just wanted a good zip on the ball, good placement. Um, you know, that's not an easy throw. You know, that's, that's an out route. Uh, you know, some NFL quarterbacks struggle with that throw. You know, he's going to, 
you know, it's a first down throw. You probably don't need to take this shot. It's not really even a shot. It's, you know, you don't really have any other routes to go to. Um, but just great placement. Um, really good job by Lawrence there. Just shows his intangibles. Shows his um, how good he can be just throwing the ball. And that's, that's great placement. That's really good throw. A really, really good throw by Lawrence. Okay, again, here's here's one that you a little critiquing, a little critiquing. I'm not really sure if this you know can be considered a point of improvement because it's not really you know that big of a deal. He he gets the ball where it needs to be, um, but right now you you know I know what Lawrence is thinking. He wants to get the ball you know lofted enough to where this defensive back can't undercut it, and you know because this if this guy intercepts it, you're more than likely looking at a pick six. So he wants to get enough air under the ball to where it clears the defender, the underneath defender, um, but to, but still doesn't overthrow his receiver. And then possibly the the uh, the over the top defender who's just out of screen here, we'll see him in a few seconds, can come in and then he intercepts it. So this is it looks simple, but it's not a, it's not an easy throw. You have to put this right where it needs to be. Um, I would I would you know I would like to see that not as uh, how do I want to put that? I don't want to see that soar as much as it did. Um, I would like to see him bring that down a little bit um, because, granted, if his guy didn't get it, it's probably going out of bounds. That's not going to be an intercepted ball, um, just given the placement of the of the over-the-top defender. But you kind of put your receiver in a bad position here, right? There, when you got a receiver that has to stretch out like that, man, and you got an over-the-top defender coming down, uh, you know, he's you're putting him, your receiver, in a bad spot. He could easily take a shot to the kidney. Uh, he could undercut and land on his neck. It just I, I don't like to see stretched out receivers like this unless it's a goal line, sideline, you know, corner route. But when you're, you know, kind of in the middle of the field here with in between two defenders and you're having to leave your feet uh, and you don't really have any way to protect yourself, man, it's like, yeah, I don't like that. That makes me nervous. But luckily, you know, the guy comes down. Um, and it's not, you know, that vicious of a tackle. Um, so it's, you know, but again, that's just something that I think Trevor might, you know, they might bring up in film. I'm, you know, I have no idea. Um, but I just know I would probably say a little bit of something about that. You know, let's, let's protect our guys a little bit. Let's make sure we're um, not putting them in situations that's going to, you know, potentially put them in, uh, in a spot where they're going to get hurt or even, you know, maybe a fumble or uh, something like that. But again, just a little, 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 little thing. Right, here we go. Here's a, a another one that I'm talking about where um, you have to you have to get air under that ball because with your uh, receipt with your receiver you're, uh, in the spot he is with those underneath guys, there's there's zero zero defenders over the top here. So uh, you're not gonna you don't have to worry about somebody coming over the top to intercept it. But with these guys, if you underthrow that and one of them tips it, you know, now we got a tip drill, um, but he gets enough air where these guys, they're, they're not going to get that. The only guy that's going to get it is uh, is your wide open receiver here. He, he uh, obviously gets behind the defense, goes up, makes a decent catch. You know, that's not the toughest catch in the world, but Lawrence, that's that sort of sailing ball is, is I'm okay with that. That was a good throw. You can see it here right now. As you can see, Lawrence already knows. Well, he's wide open. Um, he's already getting into his windup, 
puts it right where it needs to be, 17 down here. He knows it's a touchdown. Um, you know, look, already, let's let's go celebrate. You know, that that's not a routine catch by any means. But I just love the enthusiasm of the teammate to celebrate there before it even happens. He just says that's just confidence uh, in, in your team to, to make the play. Uh, and just a great, great throw by Lawrence um, to get the ball where it needs to be. Uh, here's one, uh, just the, the right play. This is the right play to make. This is, I'm not showing this to, um, to show, you know, Lawrence how, you know, his skill set or how elite, you know, his arm talent is or anything like that. This is just a good, smart football play by a quarterback. Um, you know, obviously you can see the clock here, uh, 25 seconds to go in the, in the first half. You're in, you're in a second 16 situation. You're in your own territory. Um, so you got a while to go if, if you're, if you're going to try to get points on the board. Um, you know, a lot of quarterbacks here in this situation would want to take a deep shot. Well, Lawrence sees there's no way that's going to happen. You're risking an interception. An incomplete pass is going to put you in a third and 16, which is even a worse situation. Um, so what do you do? Just check it down, man. Check it down to your to your running back, um, ETN. Nobody really around him. They're, they're playing prevent defense for Wake Forest. And then a, a really good job by, by ETN to just change the direction there. That's a that's a great job. And now all of a sudden you're you're across the 50 with 16 seconds left, first and 10. Just a smart play by Lawrence. That's what that's that's the play you needed to make right there. So uh, that's that's why I wanted to show that play. It's a very good and a heads up play. Uh, let's go ahead and move on here. Okay, here's one I wanted to see. Um, I want to see Lawrence on the run. You know how how good can he be? You know I labeled or I I gave him praise for being a good dual threat quarterback. But what about throwing on the run? How good can you be here? Well, he's pretty good. He's pretty good throwing on the run. Uh, anytime you and this is a design thing. This is a designed rollout for Lawrence. Um, but anytime you see a quarterback who's who's moving like that, who's mobile like that, and you have to, you know, as your momentum is going one way, you have to get your shoulders turned, you have to get your body turned, uh, and you and you still want to see good, nice footwork there. And that's exactly what Lawrence does. Just a great job of opening his hips uh, and getting his shoulders turned to where he puts an accurate ball uh, in stride to his receiver, and they go and get a first down on a second and short. Again, that's Rodgers. Um, I think we're going to see that connection a lot this year. Um, but again, just a good play. You know, looks simple, but that's not an easy play. A lot of quarterbacks probably struggle with that. Um, but Lawrence does a good job putting it right where it needs to be. It's not underthrown. It's not overthrown. It's not behind him. It's not too far in front. It just hits him right in stride. Um, and he does a great job. So here we go. This will be the last one we see of Lawrence. A uh, little play action here. Um, th the first time we really see a little bit of adversity. Uh, for Lawrence, which is why I wanted to go back and and, uh, and watch this play. You, you'll see a little bit of a pocket breakdown here. The offensive line for Clemson did a great job all game long of protecting Trevor Lawrence. You see his stat line there. Um, and that's not including his two rushing touchdowns that he already has. But anyway, um, we see a little bit of a, of a adversity here. Um, the pocket, you know, he probably, you know, he little play fake. He has to maneuver a little bit outside the pocket. There's not really any immediate pressure, immediate danger, um, but he does have to roll out a little bit and make a throw that that's not, you know, 
you're you're it's kind of an unorthodox throw. It's not a throw that you you know see a lot that you have to um, really see a lot in practice. It's just it's a good athletic throw here. Um, again, you're moving away, throwing across your body a little bit, and just a great another great accurate throw. Another really good accurate throw there um, by Trevor Lawrence, and that's you know as you can see, not a lot of points of improvement there, none really. And the ones that we did bring up, it's 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 just little little itty bitty tweaks that I want that, that I would like to see if I was coaching uh, Mr. Trevor Lawrence. Um, but yeah, again, Clemson really kind of owned this game from start to finish. What you expect to see from Clemson, um, you know, the defending ACC champions, the the the, the runner runner runners up last year. <clears throat> um, and again, you know, Clemson is probably the team to beat, you know, with Alabama um, losing to uh, um, Ohio State, you know, who, you know, if they're going to play football, if the Big Ten is going to play this fall, um, you know, and then with Oregon in the same situation, the Pac-12, you know, you, you have to think Oklahoma and Clemson. Those are your, those are your teams here um, to really consider your favorites for the national title right now. Um, you know, I don't think I'm really missing anybody. Um, I know, uh, you know, Texas had a good outing. Um, but yeah, Clemson as the number one team in the nation, to get back to the point I'm actually trying to make here, is this they did what they were supposed to do. Uh, Trevor Lawrence did what he was supposed to do, did what he was expected to do. And it, you know, very routine, uh, very routine. And, you know, I'm sure they, they just used the skeleton of the playbook and just kind of, you know, just outman Wake Forest and Wake Forest just is, they don't have, they don't have the horses to keep up with Clemson right now. That's just the way college football is right now. And that's how it goes a lot of times in, in, with these teams. They just, there's no shame in it. You just don't have the horses, um, you know, losing Jamie Newman. And so you have a brand new starting quarterback. And that's, that's a tough for a brand new starting quarterback to start this first game. Um, Hartwell, I believe, or Hartman, I believe is the name of the Wake Forest quarterback. I'm probably incorrect, but um, yeah, it's tough to go against the number one team with the defense like Clemson. That's tough. But, you know, and obviously Wake Forest was able to to sit Trevor Lawrence toward the end of the game. Um, uh, and one thing, I, I, you know, this just popped in my head. You know, sometimes, you know, when you see blowouts like this, and we didn't really see any major blowouts in, in the NFL this past weekend, but a lot of people wonder, like, okay, when, when there's a big blowout, why do backup quarterbacks in the NFL, why do they not get in? You know, why are they, why do you see backups in, in college and high school? Why do you see those guys getting reps? But you don't really see that in the NFL. Well, in college and high school, you know that eventually you're going to have a new starter. Um, so, you know, Trevor Lawrence, after this year, he's gone. So DJ Uangalele, any reps you can get him, any live action you can get those guys for their development, for their growth, um, it's going to be huge. You know, it's one thing to practice all year, but to actually get into a game and see live action, be able to, you know, see yourself on film uh, and what defenses give you, what you could actually, you know, learn from, it, it's, it's so huge. And that's why you see that in high school and college, because the guy behind the starter is more than likely a developmental guy who eventually will take over. He's usually going to be a younger kid, uh, you know, a year or two younger, uh, who eventually will be in that starting role. But in the NFL, you don't plan, you, you don't have a backup to develop him unless he's a rookie. Um, and, and, and even then, if you're going to play a rookie, you might as well just start him. You know, you're not going to put in a, a rookie um, 
in a big blowout game, if you're going to play a rookie, you're going to start him. You want you want to give him the entire game, um, you know, as the guy. So in the NFL, when when you see a big blowout and you, you're wondering, okay, why is you know Patrick Mahomes still in the game? Why is uh, Tom Brady, Drew Brees, you know, Lamar Jackson? Why are they still in the game? You might see it sometimes just to make sure the guys stay healthy, but more often than not, they're just going to hand the ball off anyway in a blowout. <clears throat> so you know, not a lot of injury risk anyway. But the reason is there's no need to develop the guy behind him because your starter is your starter, and he's your starter until he's not. You don't plan for somebody else to take that job. You give them the job because that's your guy going forward. Uh, and the only time you make a switch like that is if the guy doesn't perform. So that's, you know, I was talking to my fiance about that this weekend. And, you know, that that's why, in my opinion, uh, why you just don't see quarterbacks in the NFL, backup quarterbacks in the NFL, get into a game in a blowout because you, you just, you don't, you're not trying to develop them. They're there to be the backup. In college and high school, different story. You want to develop them because eventually, the idea is they're going to take over. So um, just just a little two cents there. If, if anybody ever wondered why, you know, that may be, you know, in my opinion, that's probably the most likely scenario as to why we see that in uh, college and high school ranks rather than the NFL. Okay. Now, uh, for the last 15 minutes of the show, we're going to get in um, to Spencer Radler and um, – Marvin Wilson. So let's get into to Spencer Rattler real quick, the young guy for uh, Oklahoma who made his first career start as a redshirt freshman. Um, hails from Phoenix, Arizona. And again, he's a here's another one of those guys, a six one, you know, may, you know maybe pushing six two guy. Uh, but again, doesn't matter. He just he's just a good quarterback. He can do it all. Um, again, for a young guy, Oklahoma is a good one. Oklahoma, these they just they love you know have, having these quarterbacks and they've they've been lucky to get the transfers they've gotten and and now with Rattler being the guy that committed um, you know and he's a program kid I think that's great I really like Spencer Rattler I think he's a very good prospect um, and I think he's going to do some good things he's going to be one of the more one of the more fun college quarterbacks to watch <clears throat> especially this year and then you know, obviously as he gets better and better. Okay. Oops, shared the wrong thing. Okay. Here we go. This is what I want. Okay. Here we go. And again, Oklahoma playing Missouri State. You, you know, you aren't going to see a barn burner. You aren't. You aren't going to see. Um, you know, uh, <laughs> a, a tough contest. I think everybody kind of knew that, you know, the, this wasn't going to be an Appalachian State, Michigan scenario. This was going to be an Oklahoma scenario where they're just going to own the game from start to finish. This is a, a tune-up game, if you will. I, I don't really like that term. I feel like it's a little disrespectful to the other, you know, team, but, you know, it is what it is. All right, so here we go. First play, uh, you know, probably, and, and here's a perfect example of what I was talking about before, where Lawrence uh, rides the mesh long enough uh, Spencer Radler does not. He puts himself in a situation where if he rides this mesh a little bit longer, just maybe even half a count, uh, you know, a, a count longer. Um, so he's making the right read. This this guy has, you know, is definitely beeline for the running back. But if you ride that mesh a little bit longer, young man. Um, so right here, he's pulling it. And, and the, 
that's exactly what the defender sees. He sees you pulling that. He knows the running back no longer has that ball, and you're giving him the opportunity to now come make a play on you. Ride this mesh a little bit longer. Make him commit, and as soon as he's really committed, now pull it. And even these guys here, they're flowing. Um, you know, you're going to have a much more wide open lane here, but instead you pull it a little too soon, and now you know he he almost makes a play on you. You know, he stops your momentum. You have to change direction. Um, it, it's still a nice play. It looks nice on film, but just because it looks nice on film doesn't mean it's the correct thing to do. Ride that mesh longer, young man. You're pulling it too soon. Ride it longer. You got a full, you know, almost a full two yards here be, be, uh, between the running back and the defender. Uh, you're not in any immediate danger there. Keep riding that mesh. Ride the mesh and then pull it. Uh, and, and this doesn't happen. This doesn't happen. Again, you know, he, he's a young kid. He's going to learn that stuff. He's going to learn that stuff. He's going to be. He's going to be a very good quarterback. Here we go. Uh, we get to see his arm a little bit here. You know, seeing ghosts, if you will, you know, maybe not, you know, necessary for him to, 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 you know, get out of the pocket like that. Um, there's not really anything to, to think that, you know, you need to bail. You know, you're fine. Just stay in there. You know, 94 is leading through, but you got two men on him. Um, you're fine. There, there's, you got a good pocket here. Just stay put. There's no need for you to be bailing out the way you are. Um, but he does make a decent throw, really good throw, just showing the, how talented he is um, to overcome, you know, maybe bailing out a little too soon, um, but puts the ball exactly where it needs to be, and that's not an easy throw. Um, so, it's again, it's one of those things that looks good on film, and you can see, like, wow, this kid just has a lot of intangibles um, and, a, and a lot of just naturally gifted skills, but just stay in the pocket. There's no need to bail. There's absolutely zero need to bail right now. Um, but he does do, you know, even though he does bail, he does a nice job of keeping his eyes down the field and he makes a good throw. Um, so just, again, two plays that look good, but, you know, there's stuff to improve for Spencer Rattler. And now here's a, you know, again, we're not going to spend a lot of time on him because, um, you know, again, with their opponent and just the score, I just wanted to show a little bit of stuff on him for what we can expect uh, in 2020 from Oklahoma. Now here's a, a pretty good ball from Rattler. Here he does a good job of staying in the pocket. Um, a little bit underthrown there. A little bit underthrown. You're, you get the Big 12 play, especially against like a Texas or something. Um, and again, you're going to get pressure uh, off your right side here. Now here he does a good job of staying in the pocket. I like to see him step up a little bit instead of going lateral. Go ahead and step up. Uh, don't don't go lateral here and, and, and kind of throw you know, now you're you're throwing motion. You're, you're not really being into the throw instead of moving up in the pocket where you're going to have a good, you know, uh, good plant foot and really have power behind that throw. You're moving lateral um, instead of moving up. And that's probably why this ball is a little underthrown. Uh, you know, you see your receiver have to you know slow down and come back for it. And again, against more stiffer competition, probably either knocked away, maybe even intercept. Um, but yeah, that's so again, good throw. You, you went out and threw a touchdown strike, um, but just the little things that you could fix. <clears throat> uh, good job of not bailing out, but I would like to see him step up, step up into the pocket, help your lineman out a little bit here. Uh, you know, he's struggling, he's getting beat a little bit, but go ahead and step up. You have no other garbage, no other trash. Step up into the pocket, get, get a good throw. Um, instead of moving laterally, laterally like that. 
uh, yeah, you step up into the pocket, then you have um, probably a, a much better looking throw. All right. So again, short and sweet with, with Rattler. We saw three plays, um, three ports of improvement, um, but they, they were all positive plays, but stuff you can improve on. So <clears throat> ended with a good, big, long touchdown uh, on his film. <clears throat> um, but yeah, there are stuff. There is there is stuff. Excuse me. There is stuff that Rattler can improve on um, to really get uh, Oklahoma to maintain that elite status. All right. I know we are running out of time here, so we're not going to get to see much from Marvin Wilson, but maybe we'll see a little bit more from him um, uh, next week if we run out a little bit because I do want to give him the the time that he deserves here because he is a very fun prospect. <clears throat> Okay. All right, so he's number 21. We'll see, and we'll see two, uh, two views here. So here he is right now in the four-point stance, uh, playing a little five technique. Uh, Marvin Wilson gets double-teamed a lot. Like I said earlier, um, you know, a little bit of double-team there. Not a great play, but he does get, do a good job of, you know, helping set the edge, string the play out a little bit. Um, anyway, we'll move on to the next play here. He ju he's just such a strong kid that any offensive lineman is going to struggle with getting him off the ball. Look at that. He gets He's double teamed, but he you don't see him move very much. Good gap control. He sheds the, the blocker right at the end, and he, and he makes that tackle. Um, and now here we go. This is a matchup that, you know, that I was enjoying to watch. This is, this is number 73. Um, uh, yeah, I think he matches up with him. But anyway, this is 73 here for Louisville. Um, Makai Becton, who was a first-round draft pick for the Jets. Um, so this is a really good uh, matchup here between two eventual NFL guys. Well, okay, that wasn't it. But um, why don't I look down at my nose here? That might help. <clears throat> Actually, know where I'm going. Okay. Here we go. This is the matchup. Uh, obviously, we've got the arrow pointing. This is Wilson. We're going to see Becton and Wilson now. Wilson dominates a lot of linemen. Uh, but this is a round that Becton won. Becton won this round. Um, you know, he knocks Wilson off, um, gets a gets a little bit of leverage on him. But at the end of the at the end of the day, Wilson helps make the tackle. You know, he is moving him a little bit, but but at the very tail end there, Becton maybe I don't know if you want to say he gives up, but definitely um, I would say Wilson helped make that play. Um, uh, but yeah, that's that's a good competition there between two guys that are going. Well, obviously one that's already in the NFL, and then Marvin Wilson. You know, he's going to be there shortly. He's going to be there shortly. And there you go again. There you see, um, you know, him getting pushed off the line a little bit. But again, he 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 sheds the tackle or sheds the tackle, uh, sheds the blocker there. Now, you know, you have a little tight end here to try to block Marvin Wilson. And uh, Marvin Wilson may not make the make the tackle, but he makes the play. He doesn't make the tackle, but he makes the play. Forces that ball carrier to, to get off his path, and now your, your other guys are able to get stats in their name. But Marvin Wilson made that play. Okay, again, uh, this is a much better view from the end zone. Now, we're going to see him get double teamed here, but again, 
he doesn't really get knocked off the the line of scrimmage that much. He doesn't get bounced back. He's still able to shed the blocks and make the tackle. Doubled, sheds, go make the tackle. He, he's a very good prospect. He's a very good run defender. Uh, in the pass in the uh, pass rush department, he's not the best. He's he's, not, he's never going to be like a pass rushing guy. Um, you know, he might get a few. He's not like I said. He's not an Aaron Donald. So I think he's going to be a he's a he's a much better four three defensive tackle at you know maybe a three four defensive end, but he's not going to be a sack guy. He's not going to go get you a lot of sacks. But a good prospect here. I just want to watch that play one more time. It's so fun to see him take on the double team, um, and just shed and go to uh, just textbook, textbook. That's a great rep, great rep by Wilson. Let's jump forward here a little bit. And we'll go ahead and end with this one. So just, <laughs> it's just amazing to me how strong he is. Um, you know, I'm sure some of it's naturally gifted, but uh, I have a feeling this kid puts in the work in the weight room. Um, so we're going to see him. Uh, shoot out to the outside here. He's going to seal this edge. Uh, and again, doesn't really make the tackle, but he makes the play. He's forcing this running back to get inside here. But watch, keep your eye on number 21. And just at the end, it puts him on, his, puts the lineman on his back. I don't know, you know, you don't, I don't know if you can consider a defender uh, really credit him with a pancake, but that's a pancake. Look at this. One arm just puts him on his butt, puts him on his back end. Uh, Marvin Wilson is, is uh, I know we kind of ran out of time there. Didn't give myself enough time to really give uh, Wilson the time that I wanted to, but maybe we'll uh, carry that over into, ne into, into Wednesday. Um, I do have a guest coming on Wednesday before we sign off here. Uh, Ryan Dyrud of the LAFB network. Um, one of my dearest friends, we, we go back, you know, two, three years. He's, you know, when I moved out here to California, he was the, uh, the first guy I started to work with in, in this industry. Um, I was very fresh faced, very new. I'd done a little bit of writing um, back home in Kansas City for, for a few publications. Um, but yeah, I think I was out here less than a week and, and he and I connected and, and I started writing um, for his site and he gave me my, you know, my first chance here, you know, a big time chance. And we, we created something pretty cool together. We used to do a podcast together. Um, but yeah, now he's 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 got a really cool cool thing going with the LAFB network. Um, in his podcast, he he actually co-hosts with a former USC guy, Frosty Rucker. So they, they have a good show over there. But yeah, he's going to be on Wednesday. I'm really looking forward to that. We're going to talk to JT Daniel, uh, who's going to be the uh, the starting quarterback for the Georgia Bulldogs following the Jamie Newman uh, opt out news. So uh, looking forward to having Ryan on to talk a little bit of JT Daniel, um, the former USC quarterback who transferred out. Um, after Keaton Slowis and uh, his emergence. So, all right, that's going to wrap it up for tonight, guys. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, once again, I'm Coach Graff, and um, I hope you all stay safe out there. Have a wonderful Monday night, uh, a good Tuesday, and we will talk Wednesday night. All right, have a good one. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? 
a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It's time for today's Lucky Land horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.